Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of Jola Speaks. And a quick recap for those that may not know Jola Speaks. Jola Speaks is a short um, clip intended to grow and equip us in our trust work with God. The current purpose at the moment is on seasons, seasons of life. Life is in seasons and many of us are going through different kinds of seasons and even things that, that may not be similar to what we may have experienced in the past. But you see that's why it is so important and so key to lean and learn from the one who knows, you know, the one who knows the end from the beginning. He's the one that can teach us and how to go through those seasons. And so here we're looking at the Bible, different biblical characters to discuss how how they went through their seasons, the lessons they've learned, and how we can even apply it to our own everyday life. And so I would encourage you to learn with me. I'm grateful, honestly, to be used as a vessel on this particular purpose. And as God leads me on the various things He's putting in my heart. So we have been discussing, you know, Joseph's seasons over the last number of weeks, probably about two months now. And there is so much to learn on Joseph, my God. It is so much. Honestly, if you have time, you know, I will employ you to go and check the other podcast episodes or vocal episodes just to listen. There's so much knowledge to be learned from Joseph. And I'm just grateful to God for giving me, opening my eyes so much. I've read the story so many times, but this time I've been reading it, it's different. So many lessons keep coming up to me every single time I look at, look at Joseph. So thank you for listening to me today. Today, we're going to continue from what we discussed yesterday. So yesterday we discussed and he blessed them and he blessed them. And so today I want us to discuss or continue that conversation and discuss Joseph's purpose, like more of how his actions led him to fulfill his purpose. So I'm going to go and read again the same um, scripture from yesterday and we will go into the discussion. I have some notes that I, that I were prepared as well. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Now, I'm going to read it from Genesis 42, verses 25-27, and I'm reading the New King James Version, and it reads, Then Joseph gave a command to fill their sacks with grain, to restore every man's money into his sack, and to give them provisions for the journey. Thus he said to them, So they loaded their donkeys with the grain and departed from there. But as one of them opened his sack to give his donkey feed at the encampment, he saw his money, and there it was in the mouth of his sack. So he said to his brothers, My money has been restored, and there it is in my sack. Then their hearts failed them, and they were afraid, saying to one another, What is this that God had done to us? And I want to also um, read verses 18 of this same chapter. It says, Then Joseph said to them in the third day, Do this and live, for I fear God. I fear God. So now, what was Joseph's purpose? Yesterday, I touched a bit on this. I said Joseph's purpose was to be a foreigner, a leader for his his household. He had his dreams as a child where he was leading his, his household. God didn't show him the full picture, but he was clear that it was very obvious that it was a special role for him in the lives of his family, right, as the Israelites. It was so, so clear. And I read here that even though Joseph was, was the second in command in Egypt, that position was an assignment to fulfill his purpose. His purpose was to be a foreigner for his father's house and family, which has now become 
Israel, the firstborn of God, right? He was sent ahead of them to make a way for them in Egypt. And we all know the whole story. And maybe if you don't know, but it's only it's in the Bible and I'm going to go through them anyway. But there's a, the whole story of Israel coming to Egypt, how they came stronger and stronger than Moses and all those things. All those steps that came after was because Joseph had gone initially ahead to forerun for his family to create a space for his family in Egypt. Without Joseph, this that we have seen would not have happened and that was Joseph's purpose on earth and you see it outlived him so even to now it's part of the story of Jesus it's part of everything it's so so key so important I also read here yeah that um, this is how Joseph's purpose right and you know there's a many clear purpose from God for the world this part of what Joseph had done is was how Joseph's purpose fits into the big picture that God had prepared and proposed for Israel and the world at large. Now let's think about this purpose. I'm not quite sure if Joseph knew his purpose. I don't know at that time. I don't know if he knew, you know, at the time where he became the prime minister of Egypt. Maybe not, because maybe if he knew, he would have said, you know what, since my purpose is to save my family, I'll go and bring them from Canaan. But he didn't do that. So I don't know if he knew his purpose. But you see, acting in love drew him to the purpose. Acting in love to his brothers that almost killed him sold him for a thought of a slave into Egypt was what, you know, brought him to the purpose. And so you see that it was a global leader. At that time, the world was coming to Egypt for food because there was so much famine in the land. And in the world, we will see that as he's successful, he's a global leader. People are coming to speak to him for food, you know. He had so much wisdom to be able to prepare ahead for this farming in the whole world at that point in time. Like, it was so clear that, you know, undisputably, he was a success in the world. But you see, if he hadn't fulfilled the purpose God had brought him to the air to do, would that be a success to God? I don't think so. Because even though, yes, the world would have seen him as a success, the purpose God had brought him to Egypt had to be manifested to make a way for his family. As simple as that sounds, it's huge because we now see the impact of what Joseph did on Israel thousands of years after. Remember Moses taking the, the children from Egypt after they were suffering in Egypt for the longest time? The reason why they weren't even alive and have food was because of Joseph. He had so much ahead of him. He may not have realized how deep, how significant his purpose was, but it definitely was. And so let that sink in. I read here, the very people that almost killed Joseph sold him for a third of a slave, hated him at the same people that God had sent he was sent to forerun his household to take them to Egypt to lead the way for them. Those people are the same people that almost killed him. Let that sink in. So he had to go against all odds to show love to these same people to be able to fulfill the purpose that God had put on his heart or given him to do. Because God is the maker of the universe, the maker of each and every one. He has molded us. Our days in our days have been written in the book. It's very clear. And so, Joseph could not have chosen his purpose. Was it done before time? Already before time. I was saying here that, you know, the fulfillment of his purpose required him to respond in love. Imagine if the opposite happened. Imagine if he killed them. Or, so he killed the same people that he was sent to forerun. Imagine. Imagine if he succumbed to the device of the enemy and said, you know what, these guys have been wicked to me. As the world would say, an eye for an eye, two for two, let's kill them. In fact, literally, because he was so powerful in Egypt that if he killed them, nobody would, would them but an eye because he was that powerful. But you see, 
he would have killed the people that God has sent him to follow, thereby destroying his own purpose in the midst of doing that. Let that sink in. It's actually a very tough one to actually think about. He would have put them in prison, maybe beaten them, maybe killed them, or worst case scenario, maybe say, you know what, I don't have anything to do with you people. Go away, no food for you, get out of this site. By pushing them away again, he is destroying the purpose God had sent him to do. What would indeed make him successful in the eyes of God? The world obviously saw him as successful because he was so powerful in Egypt. But in God's sight, that purpose of Israel was so important. I'm going to continue with the notes that I put in here as well. The very same place of his pain God has sent him to. So you see, the devil knows these things. He's like, ah. How can I prevent Joseph from, from not fulfilling purpose? How can I manage it? And the devil, in as much as people abuse him, the devil is actually very strategic. He knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. He studies us and he ensures that he does the things that will really push us. He studies us a lot. And we have to always remember that part that we need to always study ourselves too. Anyway, let me not digress. Now, the devil knew that I, I don't want Joseph to fulfill purpose. So what will I do? The same people that I said to lead to help in the future, I will make sure that you know either they kill him, but they don't kill him. Eh? In fact, he'll be so angry that he won't want to help them, just cause enmity between two of them, full stop. And so he did it. He tried to get them to kill Joseph, it didn't work out as God miraculously just worked things out in his favor. Then, when they couldn't kill him, or when doubts kind of cast in their minds, they sold him as a slave to Egypt, thinking that you know that, that's the end of him, he can never rule us. Now, by doing that, one would think that maybe for Joseph, that means you say, me, help these people. After all he did to me, never, God forbid, nothing will happen. But those people are the ones that God has sent him to. These very people that went to kill him. So the devil was trying to ensure there is enough enmity in the heart of Joseph and the heart of the brothers, which he used as his devices to ensure that that purpose never happened. That's the devil's purpose, to ensure that or to prevent one from fulfilling purpose. To confuse you, distract you, disarm you, prevent whatever it is to not fulfill purpose and that's why it's so key to act in love it is so important to act in love because he could have just gone the way the devil had planned they were already sowed the seeds he had already everything hoping that it would work that way but thank god for god thank god for his heart we have to constantly remember this that in every action we are doing whatever i do whatever i'm saying are we living our life in love are we really truly can we say that, ah, today, oh, those people that may have heard of, like, enemies that we call, we call these people, right? We're actually treating them in love. It is so important to treat people in love. It is huge for our fulfillment of our purpose. So I round up saying this point. The importance of showing love, acting love, being love can never be, be overemphasized. It doesn't just benefit others, it also benefits us as well. Because by Joseph showing love, he fulfilled purpose. So it was actually for his own benefit as well. The action of love is so key in that in all that we do, how we respond, how we are in our relationships, how the quality of our relationships are. The Bible is so clear on this. Love never fails. 1 Corinthians 13 verses 8. So I hope this gives us food for thoughts to really think through how we respond, what we do. Are we living a life of love? Are we doing what God has called us to do on earth? Are we doing just that? Or are we just 
acting and reacting and, you know, being tools in the hands of the devil. Because guess what? Anything out of love is on the devil's side. Just think about it. Ask yourself, is this your action? Is it in love? Is it in love? Know that it's on the other side. As painful as that, it is the truth. We need to act in love. You know, I know people say, why? Oh, I'm indifferent. Indifferent has to do with feelings. It's not it has to do with action. When you act, you're acting as an action in love. It's not about how you feel. It's about acting that way. Those may have been feeling some sort of way, you know, and angry and, and upset about whatever, whatever happening, but his action is what counted. He did it in love. And that led to him fulfilling his purpose on earth. And that's why we know Joseph today. Imagine if he killed all the brothers. Well, Israel, yes, they had some children at that point in time, but then we won't know much about Israel now. They'll have kids that have no father because of someone's feelings. And so something else came up to me in my mind right now to just say that we need to redefine how we see success in the world. The way the world would have seen Joseph at a time where he was the prime minister of Egypt and recognized globally because of the wisdom God had given him ahead of time. Everyone will say it's a success. It's a phenomenal success. It'd be very clear and glaring. But you see, he couldn't have ended there. If he had left the world at that point in time, he had not fulfilled his purpose. Because his purpose mainly was to be a foreigner for the Israelites. At that point in time, yes, he was a global leader, fabulous. He was on the way, he was going to an assignment to aid him to fulfill that purpose. But he hadn't known purpose at that point in time. Let's remember this. It's so important for us to act, be, show love. I know it is not the norm, but it can start with us. We can be the ones that make the difference. So thank you for listening to me today. God bless you. I pray that God gives us all the strength to be, act, see, do love. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. Remember, I love you. Bye-bye.